This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Dot com slash Yanks. It is Sunday, August 11th, and the Yankees just split a four-game set in Toronto. We had a really good performance by Masahiro Tanaka. Gio the God did some God stuff. Talkman still is alive. Gardner got ejected for not saying a word. And the Yankees are coming back home. Let's talk Yanks. All right, everybody, thank you for click and play, hanging out with us today on this Sunday night. If you're a patron, Monday morning, if you are your average talking Yanks listener. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. I got my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver where the sun's still out. Jake's wearing a sweatshirt, but he's hot. How you doing, Jake? I'm good. I'm good, Jim. I I am warm. You you a couple moments ago you said you were envious of me because I was wearing my sweatshirt, and you're like, "Oh, you're you're all jazzed up for fall. We know that." Um, no, I'm just sweating away. I just keep making the tactical error of throwing this on. I'm like, "Yeah, let me. I'll, I'm just taking the dog out for a second. Let me put this on." Oh yeah, it's still summer. It's 95 degrees out. I'm dripping sweat. And the other thing I'm going with, Jim, as you know, I went. I saw a show at Red Rocks last night. Um, and Jim, I told you I was wearing my grout fit, which for those of you that don't know, including yourself is an all gray outfit. That's kind of like a, it's a, it's a classic hungover wear that everyone throws on their gray. And I know you, you kind of live a grout fit life with a lot of blue too. Yeah. I'm over that term. Not into that. What at all? Grout fit. Everyone else is. When you wear gray, what's when you wear black, black fit? No, you can't. Definitely can't say that in 2019. Um, no, it's just it's 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 like a known term that it's it's a hungover outfit. You kind of just throw on your gray clothes, your blah, your grout fit. You're such a millennial, dude. Yeah, man. Keep up. Grout fit, lame. Anyway, had like kind of a, a mixed bag series here. Mixed yeah. bag series. We got to get into it first, though. How are you? I'm good. I went to the store, got a sandwich, got a drink. I had to turn the AC off, so it's going to get hot. Red Sox Mm. Angels. Angels just took the lead in extras. I like that. Not that I'm worried about Boston in the slightest, but it's always good. I'm excited to talk about the series. I'm so excited to have a day game on a getaway day. We've been doing these these at like midnight. Yeah, this is really nice. (laughs) You're you're right. That's a little back end for us that... 
uh, we're not exhausted just drudging through the episode. We'll uh, we'll we'll bring the noise. And Jim, I know uh, you're, you're saying we're not worried about the Red Sox because we're genuinely not. What if I just told you the Orioles beat Houston with Verlander on the mound? Um, Houston came back in the ninth, and then Ozuna blew the save to them. So for all you Yankees fans that were freaking out that we lost a couple road games to the Blue Jays, Houston just lost to the Orioles with Verlander because a reminder, this is baseball, and you're going to lose a couple games. So, Jim, that's where – well, no, let's – Let's go to the Patreons first. I don't want to get I don't want to get running without giving our love first. You're mad at people? I wasn't tuned in to um Twitter during those losses as much as I usually am because I honestly didn't care. So I right. I couldn't even go I couldn't even fathom people caring. So I didn't want to go look at people's reactions and takes because I just could not care less. Well, yeah, Jim, and I mean, you can imagine. I mean, there's back-to-back losses which send Yankee fans into a fit this year, and it's against the Blue Jays, who aren't a good team. But, Jim, my my thing is, you know, you, you can look at it like that. The world ended. We lost two games. Sure. Or, or how about we just went on a seven-game road trip and went five and two? Yeah, it was good. That's That's pretty good. So... Yeah, I, I don't know all the. Uh, I was gonna say anarchists. That's that's not a good term. All the all the negative Nancys were out a little bit, and then look at that. We we split the ser- we don't even lose the series. <laughs> we split the series on the road. We have a really nice road trip, and uh, uh, reminder: Justin Verlander and the Astros just lost to that Orioles team we saw a couple days ago that will be giving up the most home runs in Major League history. So baseball, baseball. This episode of talk, this <laughs> baseball baseball. <laughs> this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Chris Legacy. Yo, we okay. do this, so Legacy? we do this just to let everyone know. We do the same thing on Talking Baseball, where we shout out the people that support us at the top of the show because we appreciate them and people like hearing their names right off, and it's fun. And there was a really Polish name, Jake. Do you remember? He DM'd me on the Talking Baseball Patreon. And was like, dude, you absolutely nailed my last name. I think yeah. it's my. I think it's what gets me highest is when people let me know I got their last names correct. Well, and all the doobies you smoke before you do your end of game recap videos. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. You blazing again, John Boy? Those glassy <laughs> eyes. My eyes didn't even look glassy today. It was a day game, so I didn't spend the whole day staring at a computer. And right. I still got some comments. And I was like, dude, my eyes look like normal, nice blue eyes in that video. So why don't you go wow. lick a cut? Nice blue eyes. Good for you, dude. Oh, that's the only good thing I was born with. And you can't Jimmy really with- like brag about it. I was born with them. Jimmy with the pretty eyes. Oh, yeah. One best eyes in middle school. Not bad. Thanks. Jules Hayes. Jules Hayes. You like the name Jules? I like the first name Jules. I think I do, and I was just going to say, I think Jules, if you're named Jules, I think that's a giveaway that you're going to have like good eyes. Oh, wow. You can't be Jules with bad eyes? I don't think so. I think Jules, well, I have a whole theory on eyes. So we'll save that for another episode, but I think Jules, I think Jules is a good eye name. Oh, man. Euphoria's Got a character named Jules, I think, and she's like bleeding out of her eyes. It's the first thing that comes up when you Google Jules. So tough start for you. Anyway. No, great start for me. Go on. Next up, Chris Cervantes. Yo, I know uh, 
I know a Cervantes, Nikki Cervantes. What's up, Nikki? If you're if your brother's with Chris, I, don't, I think I know that you're not. Anyway, I like that last name. Cervantes. Cervantes. Curtis Dunaway. Yep. Not doing much for me, Curtis. Great, great reliever name. You're Dunaway. Coney was having so much fun with puns today. Oh, Curtis my God. He Dunaway. was gone. <laughs> Andrew Short. Been there. Johnny Harrison. Jay Hare. Johnny Harrison. Good Little League name. Jared Denz. Ooh. Max Shinebloom. Yep. And Emmett Fox. Excuse me? At Ash Finkter says what? <laughs> Emmett Fox. It's probably Fuchs. <laughs> F-U-C-H-S. Yeah, I mean, I, you, you know I'm, I'm not a huge fan of language, but yeah, I mean, Emmett Fox is his name. There. He has before. You don't know that. Guessing. It's a guess. You <laughs> don't know that. Shot in the dark. Yeah. Emmett, reach out to us and let us know if you've fuxed before. He's probably fucked up an apple, thrown it at a wall or something before. Again, like maybe uh, actually probably not. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Emmett has not thrown an apple at a at a wall before. I guarantee he has. No chance. Ground counts as a wall as well. I mean, that's so wrong. I can't even I don't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Emmett smashed an apple before. Emmett, reach out to us with your apple tendencies. Jimmy, who are these people again? Most recent Patreon sponsors, $2 a month, patreon.com slash talking yikes. Help keeps things afloat here. Helps a lot. Helps a lot taking advantage of things. What the fuck does that mean? It helps us out. We appreciate it. Two jerseys. Helps a lot for the taking advantage. Yeah. Two jerseys each month. Get given away one via raffle, one via contest. We need to get the contest for August coming up soon, Jake. We need to think yeah. of something. And then uh, you get live access, early access. Carl, Wavy, Mark, they're hanging out in the chat right now. Uh, and, and teaser, we have our next Talking Yanks at the Stadium event. will be announced soon. Patreons will get first crack at buying those tickets just like last time. Yeah, so you 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 get some perks with the Patreon. It re- it really helps us or whatever that little weird phrase Jimmy said a minute ago. And yeah, check it out, Jim. I was going to do I was doing the math. We've given away 10 jerseys so far this baseball season. It's pretty good. 5 months. 5 months. So yeah, and that's uh, you know, that's that's pretty cool. So come come check it out. Patreon.com slash talking yanks. Nailed it. Nailed it. Injury updates, roster moves. What do we gotta cover before we get into the burns? Bravik got sent down. Bravik sent down Tarpley to the IL, Holder to the IL. Um as we speak, Brady Lale and Joe, what's his last name? Tingley? Schmo. It's definitely not Joe Schmo. That's his middle name? I don't think it's... It could be his middle name. Relief pitcher Joe Yankees. That's my Google search. Not Joe Harvey. Nope. Why don't Um, you just search Yank... (laughs) I was trying to be quick about it, Jim. I took took a chance. I didn't know if you were going to go for it or not. Uh, Dude, how funny is it that um, that it's Joe Mantiply? 
Mantiply. Joe Mantiply and Brady Lale. Brady Lale getting the call up was pretty cool because he's been in the system forever. No idea who Joe Mantiply is. Don't think he was worth opening the show with, but we did. Yeah, we we just claimed him, I think, from Cincinnati. And it was like, okay, yeah, Cashman claims someone cool. He'll be in the minors, and whoop, now he's technically on the team. I, I think the bigger news around that, and uh, Jim, we talked a little bit about this on the pregame show, which, again, maybe our last promotion for a little bit. Maybe it's not. Pregame show is now on all the podcast apps and stuff. Top, What are we saying? It's a top 20 baseball podcast, Jim? Yeah. Yeah, right now... On Chartable, which maps right. over all the apps, Talking Baseball is number one, and Talking Yanks is number three, and R2C2 is number two. On the and and Talking Yanks pregame show is in the top fifteen, and I won't rest until Talking Yanks and Talking Baseball are in the top one two for baseball podcasts. Yeah, so, so do what you can. With, Emmett fucks with us, um, but Jim, something that got you mentioned on the pregame show, which totally got overlooked. I mean, A, I mean, we'll talk about some of the pitchers the Yankees threw this series. We just talked about the couple randos the Yankees called up. We still got, like, a pretty good injury bug. Like, we're missing CeCe. He should be back soon. Johnny Lasagna is twirling it in the minors. I wouldn't be shocked if he comes up in the next 48 hours or so. And, yeah, like, there's there's more help on the way. And I, I think that was the other thing that kept, kept you and I kind of calm when you look at who pitched games two and three of this series we went hap to Nestor to one inning of Canely when we were already down six um or we got down six and then in the other game we lost we went Chad to Tarpley to Chance so you know we are still throwing some bodies out there and it's like oh you think the Yanks need a pitcher uh not as much as you're saying because we still have bodies hurt and guys that are coming. So there, there's that. Yeah, I have a whole spiel about that coming Ooh. later, I guess. Later spiel coming. Make the make that noise, the later spiel noise. Waka, waka, waka. All right. So be ready, folks. <laughs> be ready. Anyway, just to let you guys know, uh, Joey, is it Joey? Joey Mantiplee has given up one home run in his major league career to Kenny Vargas. Vargas. So, he walked Lindor. He's not a factor. I mean, he probably will be up soon. He's up. He's with the team, right? Yes. We may see him on these doubleheader days coming up, but I hope Johnny Lasagna gets called up and man to play down. Oh, Jim, that's a great call. It's a doubleheader tomorrow. They're going to use both those guys, and I think Johnny Lasagna comes up after those games. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Any updates on uh, Batances and Seve and Stanton? I know that Boone said he expects Stanton to be with the team. He expects him to be a player. Like, they're not ruling that out yet. Seve threw the 23 pitches. I don't think we have a new update, but he felt good. Batances... He hasn't thrown off a mound yet. It's supposed to be this Monday, right? It's supposed to be tomorrow or Tuesday? I believe so. And yeah, Jim, the the Seve, Seve through 23 pitches, for those of you that, I mean, just follow us through here or maybe just follow the Yankees kind of through the podcast and some of the games. And you didn't know, Seve threw off the mound Friday, 23 pitches, fastballs, and change-ups. Um, so knock on wood or if you're religious or you got to – are there good voodoo dolls? Would we want a voodoo doll in this situation? No, right? 
Uh, I might start selling voodoo dolls of you on our store. Okay, I'm fine with that. Okay. So Sabathia uh, throw, threw a bullpen today, I think. Sabathia threw a bullpen, and Batansis is supposed to throw uh, Monday. So Maybe as you're listening to this, Batansis is throwing off a mound. And Giancarlo's doing stuff, not baseball activities yet. Or he's, no, he's swinging, right? Swinging off a tee. Whoo! I think so. I don't know. Who else? Uh, Glaber's played. Gary's back. Uh, Voight and Edwin, no updates, right? Voight was doing stuff and just texting Boone saying it felt really good and it was really nice. So that's cool. <laughs> and Hicks, Hicks was at the stadium. He watched the soccer team that plays out of the stadium from the bullpen seats. So that's cool. Yeah. And that's all I got on him. That is cool. Imagine Boone getting that text from Voight. Hey, coach, I'm doing stuff. Feel really good. Yeah, you can't, right. tr- you can't trust the player. Cool, man. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right, let's get into the games then, Jake. Let's do it. We got four to do. Four games. Four games. Here's number one. Are these burns brought to you by anyone? Uh, I don't think the burns are. I think the awards might be. Oh, interesting. Okay, Jakey Burns brought to you by Marist College. If you're looking no. for colleges, maybe look at Marist. No, we are a firm central podcast. I was just reading my mug. I know you were. Okay. This your, sister, your sister went to Marist. How about that? Yeah, my sister went there. And uh, I got punched in the face there. Also true. On your mark, get set, burn. Domingo on a Thursday, Herman versus Thomas Pannone, huh? who, like Freda Felcher, is the pride of Cranston, Rhode Island. But Tommy Pannone is just a mere mortal against a god, Jim. Geo to God, not once but twice. Two two-run homers, both score LeMayhew. How about that? And here's a little splash of kill a cam RBI single for Mabin. Walk like a man, talk like a man. Mike Talkman, yard job, Jim. Through three, it's eight nothing Yanks. Domingo would run into trouble in the fifth, but would finish with five innings pitch, three earned runs. Those pesky Jays, Jim. Fisher, Bichette, and Reese's PC's McGuire all go yard. But La Machina and Talk Daddy have a couple two RBI singles later to keep it out of reach. We go Mingo to Chad to three innings. Sessa for the save. Yanks win 12-6 final. Final. Final countdown. I was one day off on the pregame show. I was like, when we go into Toronto, we've been playing bad there. Katie Stats had the whole stat, how it's our new house of horrors. The Yankees, it's like the only place in the AL they have a losing record since a certain date or something like that. And I was like, I don't know. This might be a letdown day. Travel day in Toronto where they don't usually hit that well. Might might be a stinker today. I was wrong. It was one day off. The the Baltimore bats were still hot. They did not cool down overnight. Yeah. And they came out and put what eight up in the first three innings. It was like holy eight, shit. Eight through three. Yeah. And I mean, it was. It's the guys that we. It just. It's always going to be in the back of our head that we're expecting Geo and Mike Talkman to come back to Earth. 
And, like, there's no reason to, but you just expect it with baseball. So after that Orioles series, you're like, okay, you know, things are going to slow down again. Nope, Geo <laughs> hits two yardies in his first two ABs, and then Talkman gets one. And it's just like, damn, man, these guys are good. Damn. Damn, Daniel. Talk's pretty fun. Geo with two homers. So he comes off from, like, he was sitting. Sitting because he was hurt a little bit. Two homers to end the Baltimore game series, and then two homers to start the Toronto one. Crazy. Dude's nuts. Crazy. What was the pitching in this one? So Her this mind. game, Mingo to Chad to three inning Sessa for the save. And how did we feel about Herman? Um... I don't know. It's it's one of those tough ones where you look at the final line and you're like, ah, that's, you know, with all the Yankees quote unquote concerns coming up with their starting pitching, you don't love that line. But at the same time, it was eight nothing after three. So, uh, you know, that changes everything. It changes the way you pitch, changes the way the game path and everything. So it's I, I don't know. It's not great. It's not bad. We're we're OK with it. Yeah, I was I was wondering if they were gonna keep him out there when he went when it got up to eight nothing. Uh, Domingo's innings limit is definitely something we need to monitor and keep an eye on right. and how they handle it. So when it got to eight nothing, I was like, all right, are they're gonna give him five because even though wins don't matter, pitchers right. like getting their win. It's like a pride thing. Yeah. So get him through five. And then, and then I was like, if he gets through a clean five, I was so interested. Okay, are they going to put him out there for six? Are we going to start saving him in blowouts? But he had a terrible fifth inning, home run, ground rule double, home run, just to open it. I was like, all right, well, they're definitely not putting him out for the six now. So we didn't really get an answer to that question. And I think eventually we are going to get, we're going to see them pull him early, skip a start, something to monitor this innings pitch limit before the playoffs because they need him in the playoffs he needs to be part of the playoff situation and uh we didn't get like any answer any clue from this game but yeah Yeah, and i think i i I think we're heading that way jim and i think we would have gotten the clue if he didn't have that rough fifth inning because he does land at 90 pitches uh so yeah I, i think if the inning goes a little better for mingo uh, you know, and he lands in the 80s. I, I still think he probably gets pulled there, especially with the eight nothing lead, and that would have been the first hint of that. But uh, yeah, you're you're right. We we still don't know, but you have to think that you have to, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited to see because they didn't do it his last start. They threw him out there for like the seventh inning when they didn't need to. Are you still dreaming of Chad Mingo? No, I think I think it's going to be Mingo. Let him start it. He's been good. He's been good. I think they can use Chad other places. Not in the field, right? Anywhere. You think they could use Chad anywhere? I mean, he does like field Damn. balls during batting practice. Yeah. He's athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Sessa the man Sessa has been doing his job and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I'm excited. I like I don't I don't want to buy into the realness of Luis Sessa, but but it's pretty fun, Jake. 
because you don't like it at all. ERA's down to three seven. Jim, it's uh, there's no. I come up with a lot of weird, bad comparisons. He is an ex-girlfriend boyfriend that is just baiting you back and telling you this time's going to be different, and then it's going to break my little heart again. And I, I'm just too fragile for that, man. You know he's only had four bad outings out of 30? Like, I, I almost tweeted it out today, Jim, because we do the pitching path to victory on the pregame show, and Sessa... The guys available today was pretty much Chapman, Britton, and Sessa. And, or it was the new guys we called up, Brady Lale and Joe Stingley Tingley or whatever. And I was sitting there like, hey, if Tanaka, if Tanaka gets through five or six, like give dad some Sessa. And that's a scary feeling because I know he's going to break my heart. He's had 30 outings this season. And from my, from my method... He's had six yeah. bad ones. The John Boy method. Yeah. So uh, one innings pitch, five earned runs, brutal. 1.2 innings pitch, four earned runs, that's bad. One innings pitch, three earned runs, that's bad. 0.1, two earned runs, that's bad. And then any that was one inning pitched with one earned run, that's bad as well. But And he's only had six of those out of 30. You know how many scoreless he's had? How many scoreless? Fucking fifteen. He's uh, I just don't know, man. It's pretty funny, right? You know what, Sessa? Twirl it. Just be be awesome the remainder of this season, and then we will flip you for someone else, and that would be great, man. <laughs> I'm preparing you for playoff, Sessa. Uh. <laughs> Like a little, a little bit of my soul just left me, man. I, I he's don't gonna, know. he's like, gonna have an Evaldi moment. Extra innings, we need length. Sessa comes out, twirls three scoreless innings and extras. Jake now paints his body in an image of a Louis Sessa mural on your body. Are you picturing drawing Louis Sessa's body over over like your over body. my entire body? Okay, yeah. yeah. He's a lot prettier than me. Latin Andy Pettit. Yep. His middle name is Enrique. That's why... Uh, Kike. Kike. Yeah. So anyway, there's enough Sessa talk. Game one, the Sessa show. Yeah, if you came here for <laughs> deep dives about the depths of our bullpen today, you got it. Sessa most likely isn't on the playoff roster. Just for anyone that didn't like, thought I was serious. Oh, dude, I was, you have me a little scared there. I'm crunching the numbers and the bodies in my head right now, but I mean, not to jump forward to game two, but I mean, Sessa would be on the playoff roster over Hap right now, I think. Yeah, maybe. They might be fighting for a spot. That's a fucking crazy thought. <laughs> well, let's go to game two. Emmett Fox. Uh, yeah, let's do game two. On your marks. Get your sets and burn. J.A.Happer versus the Blue Jays. Lad Sean Reed fully on the bump. And Toronto, two <laughs> what's that accent? Two players who have the luck of the Irish versus the Yanks. Randall, the MFer of all MFers, Gritchuk and Te Oscar Hernandez. They both leave the park early, Jim. 3-0 Jays after two. 
But let's give them something to talk about. Mikey T with a one-run homer. Then an absolute crusher. Danny Jansen, three-run tank job after the defense gave the Blue Jays a couple extra outs. Even being four tough wasn't enough for the Yanks, Jim, as he goes yard. Hap to Cortez to Canely. Jays win 8-2 final. Ew. Ew. Yeah, not a fun game. Kind of like I was asking for a challenge after the big win in game one. I was like, damn, are we going to roll through Toronto easily again? And then credit to Toronto because they have a future in place. Baltimore does not. Toronto, if you're a Toronto fan, you're not mad. Like, And that's why Padres fans are in the same place, but Padres fans are so angry. I don't get it. Yeah, if you're a Toronto think- fan, you have your future in place. It's looking pretty fun for you guys. Let's. This will be our love to Toronto segment. Man. Um, I So, I'm Jim, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer. World Series is tough to repeat. I'm a big fan of that cliche. I'm also a pretty big sophomore slump cliche. So I think there's there's going to be some growing pains for Toronto next year. But dude, I man, 20, 2021, those Jays might be mean, man. Biggio, Bichette, Vladdy, uh, Teoscar, if, if he's got it figured out. Reese McGuire's a pretty good catching prospect. They've got a lot of pieces. It'll be interesting to see what they develop pitching-wise and what other pieces they can bring into town. Yeah. As long as Randall Gritchick, you know, gets hurt, that'd be happy because he's he's a fucking pest, dude. Opens up this game with a home run off Hap. It's like, yeah. come on, dude. No one likes you. Stop doing that. Then Teoscar gets Hap. Bad outing by Hap. And yes. credit to the people that tweet at me during games because I was waiting. I was waiting to get tweets like i can't believe we didn't get pitching blah 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 and i wanted to say hap's not on the playoff roster hap doing bad has nothing to do with if we're going to be good or bad in the playoffs so this is not indicative of our playoff strength or weakness hap's not part of our playoff roster currently something drastic would have to happen for him to be there so it holds no bearing over like how good we're going to be. Like, you know, if Paxton or Tanaka suck, those guys are currently the guys trying. So I, I get the complaint there. I didn't see a right. lot of it on my feed. I didn't go out of my way, but I, I never do. It's just whatever comes to me. But yeah, so if you're upset that Hap blows, you can be upset because we have him on the books for a couple more years. But baseball's like Hap can be very good next season. and. You know, be like, wow, that's crazy. He was so bad. That's just how baseball works. Right now, he's not part of our playoff roster. So anything yeah, he, he does, like, I'm not even upset with him. I mean, I, I a, am, but like, it's not worth getting upset about. Yeah, it's a, it's official, like, pretty much a bad season in the books. Like, even if Hat puts together the next month and a half, that that's not going to change too much. Um, and yeah, I mean, he did again, like he, he got touched up early by those two guys that kill the Yankees, Grichuk and Teoscar. And then it kind of looked like he was settling in again. And then that, that Jansen Homer, obviously just a backbreaker and you're, you're not going to excuse it because he served up the meatball to, to Danny Jansen. But yeah, I mean, it, it was just, I don't know, Happer, uh, 
Happer's tough to believe in right now. What really sucked is that because Hap did so poorly, we, we brought in Nestor. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know if there's other options at this point, but I would have much rather Nestor for game three than two. But Nestor looked okay, and then Tommy Canely gets beat again, another Teoscar home run. Um, you, you worried? You care? It's like two in oh, a no, row no. now? Okay. No, no, he he came back the next game and he he looked like lights out, Tommy. I don't know if he was too jazzed up or what was going on. Him and him and Vlad, he was staring at him. Uh, Jim, we've completely buried the lead. Yeah, the story of this game was not the game. Was the game not? Cheese. That's cheese, cheese? too. That's also cheese. <laughs> That's also Jim, what cheese. happened in this game? <laughs> it's a Deep Tracks Borat blooper. Yeah, holy smokes. <laughs> Yikes. Dude, Gardner gets thrown out for not saying a word. I did a little breakdown on it. If you didn't see it, Cameron Maven gets rung up on a ball. It's down. He's mad about it. Boone yells at the ump. Not even yells, just kind of like I love what when Boone gets in this mode. It's like, it's just bad. It's just a yeah. bad call. Cracks me up. And then they're sitting in the dugout. Gardner's banging on the roof, not saying a word because Gardner has learned that if he throws his helmet, he can get hurt. If he says words, he can get ejected. There's nothing in the rule book that says he can't bang his helmet so he's, or bang his bat on the ceiling. So he's doing that, not saying anything. Next pitch to Talkman gets called a strike. Cameron Raven says, it's fucking terrible. Let's go. Ump hears that, thinks it's Gardner. Right. And just throws Gardner out without even looking. Ruko really liked the term no-look hook. The no-look hook. Boone's like, Boone, Boone comes out and asks him, do you know who you just threw out? Which is hilarious. Yeah. It was Gardner. And Gardner finding out that it was him is a really good gif. Oh, yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty ridiculous. The umps this whole series were rather brutal. Brutal. I hate complaining about umps. Right. I don't even want to do it that much on the show. They were bad. But throwing a guy out and not being sure who it is, Gardner summed it up in, in his post game. I think, you know, the game moves fast and he's a rookie umpire is moving too fast for him. Yeah. Yeah. Guardy, Guardy with some nice digs in the presser after. Such uh, a good presser. Such. The Guardy press conference, if you haven't seen it, uh, look it up because he he crushed it. He's dropping some like almost some like parent lines. He's like, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, he he threw me out and he kind of made a mistake. That's fine. But, you know, to lie about it after yeah. is like, oh, I said Brett. I didn't say anything. He said he saw me say something, which made me kind of mad because he was yeah. lying. <laughs> <laughs> so good then later on someone i don't know what reporter it was asked do you think like, he'll go watch the video and do you think he'll apologize to you and gardner just shot a quick not interested no thanks yeah kindly kindly no thank you and yeah jim i some i, I commented it on the talking yanks instagram dude that whole press conference he reminded me so much of scott con man Oh my God! I think when they do this Yankees movie that we're that's not going to be made, but we're thinking about, I've got Scott Gunn firmly as Guardy. Yeah, I'd have him playing uh, Cole Calhoun too, so they're all the same person. Oh wow, the angry right fielders. Well, outfielders. corner outfielders. Corner excuse outfielders. me. Yeah. 
Yeah. The Elms I think are that's brutal, it for man. this one. Yeah, dude, I, I again. The, the, what about the Cameron Maven where they said it was a foul ball as a swinging bunt and he was on first oh, base? Oh, that was, that was unbelievable. I, 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 got, I got visibly angry at that one because, I mean, man, I mean, there was, I mean, there was a chance to rally around that because good things happen when Cameron Maven's around the baseball. But, uh, yeah, dude, I, I had kind of what you're talking about. You, you get this after a lot of Rays series, like, I was just so done with the field in Toronto and the umps. Like, I was just done looking at it. It just seemed after every turn, something bad was happening. And, like, there's there's a check swing today on Mike Ford that was just unbelievable. Like, he 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 didn't, like, break his wrists or anything, really. Just, like, he turned his shoulders and they called it a swing. So, I don't know. I uh, I definitely got more fed up with the, the umps than I normally do this series. But... Is what it is. There was another call today where, like, Ruko called it safe on the broadcast, and the um called yeah. him out, judge out, the, another swinging bunt. Those ones are bad. Now, I think the strikes, it's just too hard. I don't think the umps are bad. I just think everyone, every human will be bad. I think it, they're throwing too fast. They have too much movement. I think it's getting too hard for humans to do it. Like, I'm not trying to say the umps are terrible. I think no one would be good at it. The other plays, like that Cameron Raven swing bunt and then judge at first, like, come on. Yeah, I mean, the, the, ju- the judge at first one, I know, it's, I know it got corrected immediately, but how does that umpire make that call when everyone from every angle, like Sterling, Ruko, all had it safe immediately and their way, like, it was the, so obvious. That's what yeah, I. They, that's what I really don't get sometimes. Like, is he just guessing? I think that the umpires this whole series felt like they were trying to anticipate what was going to happen too much. Like the um the umpire throwing out Guardy because he thought Brett Gardner was going to yell at him. Like that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. And yeah, the the play at first today was laughable. You pegged it right. Like how can Ryan Rucco call it safe from the booth and see it accurately? And you're right there, and you call them out. It's uh, it it they were they were poor this series. Not the reason the Yankees lost. No, I'm not trying to say that in the slightest. No, just they're they were bad. They were bad. So Hap was bad. You got your home runs though, Ford and Talkman. Yeah, was uh was Ben had hotness on the homer draft, and uh yeah, Ford Ford and Talky. Man, Ford is Ford is going to be interesting to see where we're at with him after this season because man, his his hard hit like he's hitting the ball hard. The stats aren't really there. Um, I don't know. You you wonder if he's a piece in a trade that gets thrown in at the end of the season, or you know you you wonder you wonder what Mike Ford's baseball future looks like because some some days he looks right, other days it looks like he's just one of these kind of. <laughs> hope to walk baseball players, but I don't know. That's a little Mike Ford. It's a little Mike Ford. Maybe it's some more Mike Ford later. Let's go to game three first. Mike Ford. Sure. Bullpen day without Nestor. Mm. So game two, we put our nine-game win streak on the line, everyone. Game three, we put our nine-game win streak with openers on the line. Yep. Trying to get to 10 in any way possible. Let's see what happened. Jake, are you ready? Ready. Are you set? I am set. Burn. 
Game three, double opener, Chad Brock. Green versus Wilma. Wilmer Font. Like a bad football team, we go scoreless into the fourth. Release the Kraken. Welcome back, old friend, as Gary goes scary, returning from the IL. It's 1-0 Yanks. Things get grouchy in the fourth as Teoscar crushes one off Chance Adams. Yikes. 3-1 Jays, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. G-O, 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 the youth of the nation. <laughs> Two-run homer. We're locked up at threes, Jim. Yanks take the lead on a DJ 26 sack fly. Those are underrated. Hashtag get better, Joes. Oh, no, we are out of vino. Vladito chops one down the line. A two-run triple for Junior. Backbreaking. It's 5-4, Jays. That's your final, Jim. Kind of a tough loss. Yeah. Yeah, they won it, and then they lost it on some badness, but... I'll tell you this right here. The most we're talking about it? we're talking about bad calls. The most egregious okay. call in this entire series is that the official scorer gave Vladdy Jr. a triple on that play. I couldn't yeah. someone told me that today because I, I didn't like look at the scoreboard book yesterday. That's yeah. not a triple. I I want to write that score in Toronto a letter and be like, you can't do that. Yeah. He went to third on the throw. It affects nothing and nobody, so I shouldn't be upset. I just expect you to be, like, do your job correctly. Yeah, and Jim, what, uh, so what, what, not what you're missing, but what's happening is, Jim, think about everything that's going on in Toronto. They got all these young guys. They're, like you said, they, they know what they're doing in Toronto. They got something coming in the next, uh, yeah, as I said, 2021. But they, they've got a future building. So, Jim, anytime they can give a little extra love to their young guys, they're going to do it. We saw it in today's game. They gave uh, they gave Bichette a single, which probably should have been an error on yeah. Gio. Well, can we look into the Toronto score, official score? He's clearly... I'm, te I'm telling you what's happening. They're they're fluffing their young guys up. They're but giving he's them not some part love. Of their, he's not part of Toronto. He's supposed to be MLB neutral guy. Fluff job, Jim. The tr that's the most egregious triple call I've seen in a while. I'm sorry. He literally broke down after second, waited to see where the ball went, then went to third. Whatever. Yeah. I, I don't really care. I just was shocked. The walk is what hurts. Adovino yeah. walking Boba Shett, who's been on fire. Mind yeah. But walk hurts. Then the Biggio single, and then Guerrero, the three kids, they get it done. I was impressed with the comeback. I was happy with that. And these these were kind of big games for the Jays, Jim. We we talked about this, and we we like to make our our jokes as elitist Yankee fans that you know Toronto Toronto was celebrating like they won the World Series. Uh, these games were big for the baby Jays. I don't I don't know what their goals looked like in in their locker room or what they're rallying around, but these games meant something. We we saw it when uh, Thorn. What, what's his name? Thornton got the double play ball today. He was screaming and all jazzed up. They were doing the same in this game. So, yeah, I mean, the, these games meant something for the Baby Jays, whether it was just seeing the Yankees or what something about their goals or whatever's going on. So, yeah, and it, it was tough. I mean, the if if people are into this, the the WOBA or the, the expected batting average on that Vlad Chopper was 7%. 
there's a seven percent chance that would normally be a hit. Um, and Jim, I I don't know some some people like this, so I guess I'll say it. Um, I'll be interested to see the next time the next time the Yankees are in a situation like that where a double hurts you a lot more than a single there, because they had the whole they had Mike Ford playing that like middle first base position. And I think you might see the Yankees in the future have the first baseman closer to the line because if you give up a single, you give up a single. And there's a big hole on the right side, but that is what it is. But if you let a ball go down the line, I mean, that allowed both runs to score. So that's, uh, I, I don't know, a little jakey, jakey defense coming at well, you. They have been the best team with shifts this season, so but yeah. the best team should make changes. I see no changes. This game was a tough sell. Tough sell if you're a Yankees fan. I'm one of the bigger Yankee fans I know. Sure. A lot of people listening to this show could probably match me, though. Oh, wow. No. As a community, we're all big Yankee fans. What a good time. Tough sell to say that you're going Chad Green, and then you need three to four innings from Tarpley and Chance Adams. Yeah. Tough sell. Maybe the least confident I've been going into a game this season. Yeah, it was definitely up there, right? Yeah. I mean, that is a huge ask to say we get, and, and, you know, the bullpen, I, I'd rather them do this than kill someone for a game in Toronto, like, and pitch them more. It was just kind of the sit circumstance. If Hat pitched better, you can save Nestor. So I'm not mad that this was their strategy. Uh, people were like, why is Chance even on the team? And it's like, well, easy answer to that, guys, is because. Jake Barrett, Dylan Batansis, David Hale, Ben Heller, Jonathan Holder, Jonathan Lasagna, Montgomery, CeCe Sabathia, Severino, and now Tarpley are on the IL. Yeah. It's and you're only allowed a certain staff. amount of pitchers. <laughs> it's yeah. Not it's basically that a whole nother staff. Yeah. You're not that many options left. Chance Adams, uh, I hate to like be firm about this. He's not right. good. No. And stuff, he, I texted you. He throws one really good curveball an inning, and yeah. it gives you hope that that can be his curveball all the time. But it's not. He yeah. he's he's got a poor pitch mix, and uh, whatever. He's not that good. Maybe he'll go to Houston someday, and he'll harness that one curveball an inning. Uh, and yeah, Jim, you're absolutely right. And I I think it's funny. You know, when I was crunching my head about Louis Sessa making the playoff roster. A low-key big injury was David Hale, man. So a, a little love for the Hale storm. He's been a really big part of this this team this year, giving them like three solid innings whenever they need it, like twice a week. That's that's a huge role in Major League Baseball now. Is. What's Hale's status? I don't know if we have a Hale update. So you're saying we skipped Hale on the injury list, and that was rude of us. We need to – it was his back. Lumber spine strain. A timetable to return has not yet been established. Yeah, so he he's been been had hurt. Um, dude, David Hale's numbers on the year, man: thirty-seven innings pitched, two eight nine ERA. Um, man, yeah, we could uh, we could we could use that guy. Yeah. Instead of Chance Adams. Offensively, this game, Gary made his return, hits a home run. That was nice. Yeah. We liked that. Yep. Gio got hit by a pitch. We did not like that. Didn't like that. And then there was nothing else, really. I mean, then the, then the, the Gio home that... run, then the sack fly by LeMahieu, who took a ball right to the face before that and was not happy yeah. about it. No. Not happy uh, at all. 
Yeah, and Jim LeMahieu, man. Um, it that was that was really cool because in my head, I mean, runner on third, less than two outs. I was I was actually telling myself like I think he just I think D- DJ goes up there and is like I will get a sack fly here, and he did that, like because <laughs> he can do that. Um, so, so I thought, I thought he got hit in the face, and then he had a two zero pitch, so he swung really hard at the two zero pitch. If I'm remembering correctly, and I was like, man, he wanted to like fucking shove it in that guy's face right there. Oh, then shit. I had DJ collecting himself and being All like, right. come on, DJ, come on, fly ball gets it done too. Get that running. Just yeah, and that, that was running. the other there. There was a lot of up and in this series, man, and that's again with this series kind of meaning a lot to the Blue Jays. I, I was thinking things might escalate, and I was like, I don't, we don't need to do this. So that was that was another, I guess, mini frustration from this series. All right, update from the chat, and then I checked it. Hale threw a thirty pitch bullpen on August eighth. Should be back soon. Okay, so that was nice. Cool. I mean, yeah, if that puts him above chance, that's great. And that's the thing. I mean, start like jo- Johnny Lasagna, I think, will be on the team next week. Um, I mean, what does that mean for David Hale? Is he potentially on the team next week or, or hell, even two weeks, whatever? Um, you know, can Dellen Batances come back at some point? They're like, there's there is still a lot of help that can be on the way. CC, so knock on wood, keep guys healthy, get guys healthy. Win. Win. Put that on a shirt. Say it again so I can remember it for the shirt. No idea what I just said. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, Tarpley walks the bases loaded. Dude, Tarpley <laughs> can't control his own pitch. He's got like the nastiest slider. The problem is our catchers can never catch it. Yeah. And he can never really throw up for a strike. And then, with the bases loaded, Bo Bichette comes up and he throws three in a row and strikes him out. Yeah. What's going on there? He's got like a cut slider. Yeah. I uh, I don't really know. When it when it looks right, it looks like really cool. And then most of the time it doesn't. So You know how you know. say when, when Cam's in the game, good things happen? Yeah. When Tarpley's in the game, it's almost, it's almost p- painful. He looks like he's struggling and uncomfortable on the mound. The catchers are always on the different page. He leads the team in cross-up pass balls, wild pitches. They always look like, oh, shit, I hope I can catch this one. So he's just throwing, like, slider darts at the feet. And there's walks galore. I'm kind of out. Like, Tarpley does not make me feel good on the mound. I was all in last year, all out this yeah. year. He's hurting yeah, now, so there's no no problem. I'm trying to think of my... My tarpley. It's almost like what? What do they call that? A sandwich compliment when they say nice yeah. thing, bad thing, nice thing. Yeah. It'll be like, okay, wow, you you struck out, struck a guy out. Okay, then you walked two guys and you had two pass balls and a run scored and then another scored on a sack fly and then you struck out the team's second best hitter and it's just like, what are we doing, tarp? That's what I'm saying. Tarp Vegas. Ooh. Harp Vegas. What? What? <laughs> you want to burn game four? I think I could burn game four for you, Jim. Second bookend. Bookend the series with wins. Talk about bookend sandwiches. Me. This was uh, the wins were the bread and the uh, losses were the meat. 
Wow. This series was a compliment sandwich. Whoa. That's heavy, man. That is heavy. Damn. Wow. Okay, on your mark. Get set, burn. Game four in Toronto, Jim. Tyler Thornton, here's a who, versus Jim. The six foot three, 215 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal from Komadai Tomokomai High School in Japan. The 30-year-old November 1st, 1988 birthday. Masahiro Tanaka. Jim, this team needed a hero and they got it. Eight innings pitched of clinical, clinical pitching performance by Masahiro Tanaka. He goes eight innings pitched, three hits, four Ks. Jim, the Yanks need to run. The Yanks need to run. Who's going to do it? Jim, how about... I hate Brett Gardner. He's still doing it. He crushes a double. Urshela the God scores. Jim, that would be, I don't know if you knew this, only run scored in that game. Toronto went Thornton to Gaviglio, my guy with the cannolis on six. Tanaka to Chapman. Jim with a little icing on the cake. One of the best pitcher batter at bats this year. A roll dice Chapman versus Vladito Guerrero. Chappie gets him this time. I don't know how I feel about Chappie seeing him in the future, to be completely honest. But Yanks get a win. They split the series. Let's go, Yanks. The sun will come out. Tanaka. Bet your bottom dollars that Tanaka. There will be sun. Anyways. Well, anyways. This was the f- that was the first time I was really sad that the soundboard's broken. Yeah, me too. Sorry, man. Sorry about the soundboard. You did a nice rendition, though. Thank I did, you. I did my best. I tried my hardest. That's all we can ask, right? Speaking of try your hardest and doing your best, how about your guy, Jim? Tank. It's good. New splitter. I, I mean, I don't know, man. The new splitter looked good last game, but the results weren't there. New splitter looked right. good. He actually, the slider was still his best pitch in this outing, but big game, big game Tanaka needed the win today. Needed Jim, to save the s- pen. He, he knew the situation. Only yeah. Britton and Chapman were available. Otto threw 30 pitches the day before. Canely threw two in a row. You're not going to want to pitch them if you're, if you're Boone, especially with a double header the next day. I mean, minimum, we needed seven from Tanaka. Otherwise, we were going, no matter the score, to the likes of Luis Sessa, Brady Lale, or Joe Schmo. So. Tough episode for Joe Schmo Schmingley. Oh, Joe got traded to the Yankees. Let's listen to a podcast about them talking about the move. That's his parents. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Schmo. We're rooting for you, Mr. and Mrs. Schmo, but. You have to understand where we're coming from. (laughs) Thank you for understanding. Anyway, he was good. I mean, it's cool to get a game like this every now and then. Yankees have been putting overs all over the board. They've been scoring a ton of runs. Yeah. Good for that dude, Thornton. He looks like the biggest. He reminds me of a specific kid that played for my brother's baseball team. Here we go. That, um when I coach my brother's little league team. So it's just, he just kind of looks like him, but attitude wise, like so like fired up, but like such a little prick probably. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, like uh, Thornton gives off the vibe that like we wouldn't be friends with him. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and maybe we're wrong, Trent, but kind of that like nerdy, fired up vibe. Yeah, like he he played baseball as an outlet to like get his anger out growing up. <laughs> yeah, that that's the vibe I get. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. You got anything from this game? You want to move on to awards? I mean, it's a good game. One nothing game. How much can you really say? One nothing game. Uh the Jays got that nice double play when you thought, you know, a little a little slapper really would have been a dagger and then there was that slight moment of fear like holy smokes, like, did they just get all the momentum? And now if they take three out of four, this is going to be a sad episode and people are going to be angry, blah, blah, blah. Um, Jim, you you know it's one of my favorite phrases to say, but, um, I mean, imagine if, if this game took a different route, whether the Jays had a late rally, whether Vlad clipped Chapman, or, uh, you know, if Tanaka doesn't shove like he did today, uh, this would be a totally different Talking Yanks episode. Yeah, well, I'm happy it's not. And and my thing, and we'll talk about Tanaka in a little bit. As long as Tanaka shows me that this is in him, every couple right. of starts, I'm a believer in playoff Tanaka. And you should be. Thirty innings pitched, a one five ERA in the playoffs for Tank. And uh, yeah, Jim, I I you know I basically just spew shit out of my mouth all day on the pregame show. I said like Tanaka's been messing with the new splitter. I wanted to see the slider back. And Jim, I, I was going to say this in a mocking way that I disagreed with you on his best pitch today. I think his best pitch today was his fastball. He was 93 and putting it wherever he wanted. Yeah. It's funny because they sit off speed and then he just drops that. And I'm like, damn it, I could have hit that if I was sitting that. Can we do a little ad for talking baseball? And when I say do an ad for talking baseball, I mean just talk about the Chapman Vlad at bat because that was awesome, dude. Yeah, well, before we get there, I wanted to ask you, would you have sent Tank out for the ninth? No. Oh, really? Because of what David Cohn said and what we've been saying and something that Booney's kind of gotten away from was get your wins when they're there. And Tank, as we just talked about, his last four starts have been brutal. He was getting roughed up. And he came out and he gave you everything you needed. And Chapman hadn't pitched since Monday, I think. So for me, I I was kind of on team pull tank. Like, obviously, when I saw him going back out from the dugout, I was like, let's fucking go. But at the same time, it's kind of that that thing we've been that we've said we've been looking for this year a little more is like if there's a nice win for a player and you can walk them away from that day with the win take it and I think today was a perfect example I mean Tanaka had been had been struggling he comes out and he looks incredible today you know I I mean he lets that first runner on base if 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 he gave up like a homer there like it not all is lost you still walk away saying it's a great start but I I mean at at what cost you know yeah I would have sent him back out <clears throat> I, like <clears throat> you said you agree with Coney but I thought Coney was on my side of this because if if it was like five nothing, no need at all. But a one nothing game, it's his game. If Chapman comes in and gives up a home run and Tank's sitting there thinking he could have finished it, like that's just brutal for Tanaka. So I think Booney doing it's a good move for Tanaka with the shortest hook possible. So I like the way right. Booney handled it. 
when the guy got on first, Tanaka induced two double play balls the inning before. So I actually was like, damn, do you stay with Tanaka now? Yeah. Because he's inducing double play balls like crazy. It all worked out in the end. And like you're saying, that at bat versus flat, I'm going to do a breakdown of it as soon as we're done editing and posting and all this, this episode. That was awesome. I yeah. told baseball, like, promote that. like, And yeah. everything. Everything. The first two pitches were 97, then 98, and he blows them by him. So then he tries to blow two more by him, and he ramps it up to 99 yeah. and 100, but he throws them in the dirt because he can't control it because he's ramping them up so much. Then he goes slider, foul ball, then the foul ball home run. Yeah, it it was an awesome at bat. I uh, I I was like gushing like during it. I was just like, this is so great when when you watch, like uh, like that's just a cool moment, man. Like I'm gonna remember that. Like Vlad's rookie year going against Araldis Chapman, and like it it just had that vibe that like in three years when. Chappie takes another little step down as he ages and Vlad takes a, a step up like, man, like I, I think there will be a day when and, and I guess I'm saying hopefully it's not when when Chappie's with the Yankees or maybe it's just a casual regular season game. But I mean, Vladito wants that. I was worried when it wasn't the end of the game. Right. And then Bichette steps in, who's been just as bad, like just as yeah. much a killer but Bo Bichette, they got to stop him from swinging for the fences as hard as he does. He's going to pull a fucking oblique muscle. I mean, when he was swinging versus Adovina, when he was swinging versus Tarpley with the bases loaded, he swung literally out of his shoes twice. And they did it again versus Chapman, too. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate the get up and the want, but crazy. Yeah, this is this is getting into such old man speak, but he's gonna like hurt his knee that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on on. Let's move on on to awards. Awards. Jim, awards are brought to us. Brought to us today. Awards are brought to us. Our guys at Exit Speed Swing, ExitSpeedSwing.com. Jim, once once I put this together, I've been so locked into it. It's it's a tool you put on the end of the bat. You're going to increase your exit speed swing by 30, 30%. Do you think that's good, Jim? Yeah. If you start hitting your balls 30% further, you're going to be what? Hitting it shortstop, buck 30? Yeah. I'll be yeah, right, I was gonna o- say, right over it, the shortstop's head. Instead of those lazy bloops you've been hitting to the shortstop, they might get down. Or no, I've been hitting them right over the shortstop's head, so the exit speed developer might put them right in left fielder's glove. So now you're hitting it to the left fielder. So exit speed velo <laughs> might not be for you, Jim. But uh, for, for you out there, if you know a ball player that's looking to get a little more oomph, it attaches to the end of the bat. I think the comparison I'm using, which they didn't give me permission to use this, but know the runners that train with the... Uh, like the deployed, I'm going to say airbag, but that's the wrong term. Okay. Okay, I thought you were going to help. Parachute? Um, parachute, thank you, sir. Uh, with the parachute, I think it's it's similar to that. It goes on the end of the bat. Go check out their website. You'll see, speaking of the Blue Jays, you'll see Lourdes Guriel on their website. He's, he's a part of them. Oh. Um, 
So, yeah, check, check them out if you or maybe you coach a team or you know somebody who's coaching a team. Get this to them. It'll make the whole team better and they'll win everything. So why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> do you want to get better and win everything? Yeah, e- exitspeedswing.com. They've even got a promo code, TalkingYanks, 20% off. Go check them out. They support us. We support them. Boom. Do you know how much bats can make a difference? I was, when I was playing like uh, softball a lot. Right. Friday nights in California. Yeah. I, w- I, I, w- I was pretty good uh, at getting sure. on base and getting singles and doubles and just shooting gaps, right. hitting it where they're not. But I never right. tried to hit home runs because I'd just probably fly out. Right. Then we got this kid was like, yo, your bats suck. Like, try these bats. Right. And I popped one right off the center field fence. And I was like, that's that seems unfair. Right. Because like nothing changed in my abilities. The bat just no. took me from a fly out to a fence. And, and then I and then I thought about college baseball and I was like, dude, why do they use these bats in college baseball? It's so unfair. Yeah. Scary. Imagine if you were using the exit swing velo, man. You'd be out uh, of the park. I know. What the hell? Damn. 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 What's our first award on Talking Yanks? What's that? What's our first award on Talking Yanks? Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Pride. Pride. Pride of the Yankees. Pride. Pride. Pride of the Yankees. Mine comes out too much like a parrot, huh? It's kind of your whole life. Yeah, I guess so. Damn. Jake gets to go first because he loves the God. Jake. Who is your pride of the Yankees? Well, speaking of gods, Jim. Uh, no, I'm actually, uh, as much as I, oh, God, but then I could leave you for Tank, but then do you take Tank? You know what, Jim? F it. I'll do it live. I'm going Gio to God Urshela. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. I thought I was going to have to take him. Well, I, I, I think you're going to do the right thing in a minute coming up. And, you know, I, I, lovers be good to your daughters. That's not the words at all. Jim, Gio Urshela. And I'll tell you why I'm losing my words and getting a little emotional. End of the season. End of the season. Whoa. End of the season. Talking Yanks trivia question. The two positions that make Talking Jake swoon. Third base and center field. Gio Urshela's diving catch today. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Um, and we're, again, the book has come to us on Gio a little bit now. Like, there's a couple of the routine ones. Uh, he's he's going he's gonna to boot a little bit, and that's, that is what it is. He's going to handle everything else. And it's awesome to watch when he's right. And, Jim, oh, by the way, he led the team in home runs this series. He had... It three homers. He doesn't stop. And I, I think that's I started the episode there and I'll I'll bring it here. Like we we keep expecting it to not be real and to fall off. And it's just not happening, Jim. And the thing that's even scarier now, have you seen that the like the advanced stat player chart that, that comes out every now and then? It's been super popular. It's got Geo's like Hard hit rate percentage, his WOBA, like your running speed. Oh, yeah, yeah, the baseball savant yeah. chart. Yeah, yeah, the baseball savant like slider chart that shows how you're doing. Like Geo is almost top in like everything except like sprint speed. Um, it it's unbelievable his contact rate, his power, man. That that power swing he's found. 
I mean, it's it's no joke. It's no joke. He's hitting balls out to center. He's in a deep left center, um, and we know he can porch him at the stadium if he needed. But I uh, I'm a sucker for a good third baseman. You you set me up going religious on it, uh, so I'll go with Geo to God. I was gonna say because I thought you were gonna snag the next guy, and I was gonna have to do Geo, and I was gonna say we won two games, and who loomed large in those two games? Geo makes that great play at third. Opens up the next inning with the bloop, double, whatever it was. And then Gardner scores him, and he scores the only run to win the game. Game one, Gio hits two home runs. Yeah. And uh, the 2009 rankings that you're talking about on Baseball Savant, the X- 2019 even. What did I say? You you definitely didn't say 2009 because you keep forgetting a decade. Is that what I said? Yeah. Uh, 2019, (laughs) exit velocity- Hard hit rate, uh, X woba, X slugging, X batting average—they're all maxed out. Besides, hard hit rates, sixty-seventh uh, percentile, ninety-first for X woba, ninety-third for slugging, ninety-seventh for uh, X batting average. So expected batting average of the balls he hits, exit velocity, eighty-fourth percentile. A little slow in the the sprint speed. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's uh, it's insane, man. It's it's been awesome to watch. And Jim, I'm just remembering this now. Do you know? Do you know who hit the line drive that Urshela caught? Uh, Vlad Jr. Grichik. Of fuck course it was. Yeah, of course guy. it was. Yeah. Good for Gio. He hadn't won. He hadn't won a pride. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. In ten, been ten series since he won his last pride. Wow. Yep. It's his third on the season, I believe. Fourth. Fifth. I don't know. We got fucked, dude. Baseball's so crazy. We have a Google sheet of all the awards. There's a lot of episodes we've done. Anyway. And Jim, no, uh, no it's full bonsai, man. Full bonsai. Um, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? The- who's Loser. operating the... Who's operating the brain today? You know it's um, full bonsai, dude. <laughs> no, it's full bonsai, Brett. Um, <laughs> Jim, this was you're a weirdo. Today was Gio Urshela's 97th game. Like he's gonna end up playing what 130 games this year, something like that. Yeah, like that's a full season. Oh, like yeah. in our in our heads, mentally, it's still kind of like yeah, you know, Gio. You know, it's probably going to be a half season. Like, no, dude, he's he's riding this whole thing out. It's awesome. If the Orioles don't throw a pickoff to third base, Geo's in the minors all year. Crazy. My pride of the Yankees is Masahiro Tanaka. And can I let you know how excited I am to give this dude my pride? I I I I thank you, Jake, for taking Geo. I thought you were going to take Tank. I had to give Masahiro the Yankee motherfucker two times in the last five Mm. series. And it pained me, but he deserved it and he earned it. And he has earned this pride. We needed a win to not lose the series. We needed seven innings, like I said, because we had a short bullpen and a doubleheader the next game. He gives us eight shutout innings. And when you really dive into his game, it's even more impressive the first inning, like we said, they gave Bichette the single. It was an error by, or I don't even care how the, you scored in the book. It's an out majority of the time. 
Gio bobbled the ball. Then in the second inning, the runner got on via error from DJ. And then he had six, one, two, three innings in a row after that, Jake. Yeah. So those first two innings, if his defense does what they usually do, Tank's got eight, one, two, three innings in his game. Yeah. That's crazy. And Jim, I know you're uh you you've got we're we're trying to mold a John Boy starting pitching stat that's I have about it. That, I have that it for ten. How, how how often the starting pitcher keeps you in the game? What do you got, John Boy? Yeah, so I don't know what we're gonna call it. I was gonna call it competes. Yeah. Something like that. Okay, competes or maybe something around the letter like four or something. I don't know. We'll get there. So there's different ways to do it, Jake. So if you go six, it's because like quality started six innings, pitched three earned runs. Right. But with the Yankees offense, I'm raising it to four. I'm not saying it that's like anything to celebrate. I'm just saying it's you can win with that. Right. This Yankees team can win with yes. six innings, pitch four earned runs. So that right away eliminates one, two, three, four, five, six games from tank out of 24. Six are off the board. Then there's a couple I'm not going to count, like four innings pitched, three earned runs. I'm not going to add that to the compete. And four innings pitched, two earned runs. He got pulled because it was a National League game. What's your, what's your call on that one? Too scared to say. No, that's not a compete is what I would say. Yeah. So, so what, that, what are we thinking? The, the compete is going to be what? It has to be five plus innings and four or fewer runs? Um, six innings pitched, four and runs, five innings pitched, two or three. three. Yeah. Okay. It's a compete. Okay. You're not winning Cy Young for this. No. You're not getting crazy things. I just want pitchers. Because who is Wheeler has a bad ERA, but when you look at his game log, he's been good for the Mets. He's allowed yeah. them to win games. So Tank has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight bad outings out of 24 which puts them at 16 competitive starts. So every two out of three, which actually isn't that great, but. No, but his ERA at, at five, well, you would think he's been garbage all season. Right, right, right. And dude was an all-star, which again, take that for what it is. But Jim, I, I think the bigger thing is like, we needed this today. We needed this for bullpen stuff. Uh, we needed this to calm people down about Tanaka. And let's be honest, I mean, we're big-time Tanaka stands. We kind of needed to see it, too. Like, we, mm -hmm. you know, Tanaka has built up, you know, this whole uh, a bank's worth of trust in us. But he'd been getting rocked. And, like, at, <laughs> at a certain point, you got to show us, and he absolutely did today. I told you my theory was he was testing the new splitter, so he was just kind of, he was experimenting, and that's why he was getting knocked around. And I was like, all right, Tank, just bring it today, and you're good. And that's what he did. That's what he did. I was happy with it. I love when, yeah. when pitchers are dealing in the games like this. There always seems to be one play where it's a comeback or right to them, and they field it very easily and just throw it to first, and the announcers always say, man, he is in control of this game. Yeah. I remember it in uh, game three of the 2009 World Series. I don't know what game it was. When Cliff Lee was pitching, 
and it was just like a little blooper and he just like kind of opened his glove like underhand and just caught it the way you would if you were having a catch with a little two-year-old. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, dude, this is Cliff Lee's game. And Tanaka had that moment today. That's a sneaky moment I like when pitchers are dominating. They, I always, like get that. A com- they always get a comebacker and they're just so calm about it. Like, this is easy. Yeah, it's just I'm I am fully in control of that. And it's on the other side. It's like, well, this this guy's doing everything against us, huh? Yeah. Yep. All right. Who is your you Yankee motherfucker? You Yankee mother trucker. Who? Jim, we have options. Um, a couple are borderline cop outs. You know what, Jim? Screw it. And, you know, maybe this is a cop-out, and I've learned from the best. Bravik Valera. Dude, he had a couple... <laughs> Jim, we've, gone, we've come a long way from this phrase. Low baseball IQ, because we had that guy that used to always tweet us at us, and it was like, no, that, that's not a low IQ. Do you yeah. think that guy's still around? I have him muted, so I don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't seen him in a, in a while, but, dude, he had... Did he have two base running errors? He had the the double he didn't score on. Um, and then he, he forgot how many outs there were. He could have turned a double play. Instead, he just threw it to first and started jogging in. And it's like, dude. Like, uh, you know, we're, we've been messing around about him being the next analytics guy. And the, they do like him. And he, he's been swinging an okay stick. But, dude, if you're... If you're getting your major league opportunity again and you're losing track of the outs and you're making base running errors, like, come on, man. Like, you can't be doing that, um, especially if you're trying to prove you belong. So that uh, that actually got under my skin a little bit. So for that, uh, Bravik Valera, Vicky V gets my Yankee MFR. Do you think they said anything about that when they sent him down? Because if you remember, I gave v- Vicky V motherfucker when he played only one game with the Yankees, and it was for right. the same reason. He made two mental mistakes in the game and was like, dude, come on. Well, and I mean, that's what you wonder. And I, I mean, we've got a, a young guy in, in AAA right now, he who, who shall not be named, who it's not all about just if you can hit and play baseball like there's a lot that goes into baseball there's base running fielding all of it well your personality in the clubhouse and Vic Valera and maybe I'm pegging him the wrong way but Jim I'll tell you what man if I had grinded my whole life to try to become a major leaguer and then I was toiling around in AAA figuring stuff out when I got my call I'm not making base running errors I'm not forgetting how many outs there are so that that's just a really bad look, man, especially when Jim Tyro Estrada showed us he can play. Like, he can at least be serviceable. I know I go over the top with my Tyro stuff, but again, this they basically... Oh, wow, said, that's where this is stemming from. They, they basically gave Bravik Valera this opportunity because he was doing good things in AAA, and he has some of the metrics. And, dude, you're going to do that stuff? No, man. Wow, I was wondering. I was like, he's going pretty hard on him right now just for some, like, Glaber makes mental errors all the time. Like, what's what are we talking about here? And then I realized Bravik stealing from the young prince. That's why right. you don't like him. Okay, that adds up. That adds I up. mean, Glaber's also 22, and at least he puts on the saddest face I've ever seen after he makes an error. Bravik's so. 19. 
Uh, okay. So, Jim, I, I got news. Yeah. Bravik's 27. Well, he was once 19, is what I said. He was once 19, for sure about it. Okay. Was that the news? That was the news. Oh, okay. All right. Tanaka forgot the outs as well today. You going to crucify him? Uh, no, that was Jimmy. He was showing up the Blue Jays. You didn't realize that? <laughs> uh, that was Tanaka going, I'm just mowing all you MFers down. Oh, there's already three outs. Whoops. I'm already done. Oops-a-daisy. That was easy. Who's My, your Yankee MFer, Jim? Well, I felt like mine was a cop-out too, but it's Mike Ford. Okay. No, I, I don't think so. He, he was going to be my other one. We are locked into awards today, Jim. A lot of people could have said, like, well, Hap. And I'm like, dude, Hap has a bad season, and I'm over it. I, <laughs> I thought you might go Chance Adams, too. <laughs> that would be whatever. You got mad yeah. at me last time I went Chance. I'm proud of you. you. You done good. Talk to the people about Mikey Ford. Man, Mike Ford rakes in AAA. He's having, like, the best year ever in AAA. Numbers are so good. And we talked about this. Before the Baltimore series, like this is going to be a this was going to be a real shot for him. I don't know how much longer he has, but it wasn't like, hey, you're going to be filling in every third day. Like, no, dude, like you just got gifted an everyday role on the team. I know he's trying his hardest, but and it's only 28 games. So obviously I'm not saying it's damn or like just anything like he could have a great series and then break out of it. We've seen that with a million players. But yeah, but he looks just like not fun at the plate, man. Yeah, he's one he's got a fourteen at bats, one walk. He's he, like this is not who he is in the minors, and not who he was when he, we saw him earlier this year on the West tr- Coast trip either. Uh, he's reminding me of Kendrys Morales the way he hits Jim, the ball I, really I, hard to second, but he's slow. I was so just. I was just going to say he's got a bad case of the Kendrys. He just rolls it over to the second baseman in short right field, and he's out. And then, like, the expected stats say that's good because he hit it really hard. It's like, yeah, but when you're not fast and they know exactly where to play you, it doesn't matter how hard hard you hit it. So, whatever. That's that's who I'm giving my, my, my award to, but I'd love to see him. Hey, we got four games. At home against Baltimore. Baltimore with the short porch. So, yeah. Ford, if you want to pop some, now's your time. And, Jim, I'm, I'm glad we ended up here because this was something I wanted to say at some point in the episode. And you're right. I mean, Ford, this isn't like, hey, you're getting a couple at bats, kid. Like, no, dude. You're the, like starting first baseman for the New York Yankees, man. That's nuts. Um, and he had a couple in Toronto that I think would have been gone at the stadium. So we'll see what that ends up looking like. And, Jim, that's the whole thing I want to get into. As every series goes on now, man, that home field is becoming more and more important to me because every every fly ball I see one of those guys hit that lands on a warning track in right field, I'm like, oh, damn, that's gone at the stadium. And that's that's really starting to leak into my head. Okay. I like that. So when do you start monitoring the Astros? Well, dude, I, I think it was today I when we were getting ready for talking Yanks. I saw that they were losing to the Orioles. I opened the show with it, kind of. Um, and then they rallied and took the lead, and I got sad. But then the Orioles came back and got them. So, uh, so I, I'm, I, 
I'm so that's kind of my race for the rest of the year. It's it's Yanks and Astros. All right, maybe I'll start tuning in because when you said that about the Orioles thing, I didn't know like which way you were going. I didn't know why you were so excited about it because it's not in my radar at all. Maybe I have to start putting that on my radar. So I need to actively start. I don't, I'm not a standings guy. I never have been. But I, I need no. to start actively start rooting for the Astros to start losing. Priority is the Yankees keep winning. Um, and then, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it's at. Do we, we don't play Houston again, right? We've already done our, yeah, we've already done our things. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely on my mind now, now that Boston and Tampa are away from us. It's man. I, I think that home field like literally could be the difference because this Yankees team is made for that short porch, man. 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 Okay, next up, regular old award. Jake, what's your first award you're giving out? My first award, my first award. Jimmy, my first award is going to... Well, I know who it's going to. I don't know what I want to name it. I'm going to name it the the Tie Me Up Award, Jim. Wow. Fetish yeah. shit. Yeah. Kinky. Tie Me Up. Kinky stuff, Jim. Going yeah, to... Uh, it's going to... Didi. It's not going to Didi. It's uh, it's going to one of his neighbors over there. It's going to DJ LeMahieu, Jim, because um, I I think if you're if you're ever gonna let yourself be tied up wherever that may be, you want to be with someone you trust. And Jim, I just blindly trust DJ LeMahieu, man. Um, I I mentioned that in the tie game on Saturday, he came up with the runner on third. And I, I'm mad at myself for not tweeting it, but I said I think he's going to literally try to hit a sack fly because he is one of the few players in baseball that I think can actually do that. And it, it ended up being the result. You said he did take a big hack at that two Oh pitch, but man, I, uh, I just blindly trust him, man. And there's no reason not to. And everyone knows that. And maybe it's obvious, but we also, on, on talking Yanks, we get caught up in some of the, the brave Valeras and Mike Fords and that stuff that it's easy to ignore that DJ LeMahieu had another series where, you know, he, he had the most hits on the. He tied for the most hits on the team. Uh, he had the third most RBIs. He was tied for the second most run scores. He just he just does, man. And uh, DJ LeMahieu just getting getting some talking Yanks love, baby. It's because he's good. He's really good. He's really good. It's like the third best player in the AL. Nice. My. What's yours first award, Jim? My first award is the the two points for the escape. Okay. It's a wrestling thing. Two points for the escape. That's a wrestling thing. But you do love the stories about players leaving Cuba. So it's Araldus Chapman. Brett Gardner. Ooh, Brady G, baby. Our dude Keith 
commented two points for the escape because he escaped Aaron Boone while they were standing up. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny, though. Ball and muscle, man. Boone trying to hold Gardner back and Gardner swim, move in, ducking under his arm. And then did you see when Talkman wanted to get involved but didn't know if he should get involved? It's like, you got it, coach. It's pretty good. Uh, Cameron Mabin owes Gardy one. Yeah, he definitely did. He got him dinner or something. He got him dinner. I, I liked, I loved how Gardner handled this because Gardner said in his post game, I wasn't talking, which is rare because I'm always talking. Right. And it just reminded me of like, I was a punk kid in school, but if they ever blamed me for something that I truly didn't do. Oh yeah. You were going to hear about it. Yes. And I was going to like prove it to the teacher that it wasn't me. And I was going to tell my mom, they blamed me for something I didn't do. And then my mom was going to get involved and it was going to be such a big deal. The one time that it wasn't me who did something bad out of the nine out of the 10 when usually right. nine others I did, I didn't blow that up. And Gardner's post game press conference was that to a T. He milked yeah. it for all it's worth. He just gave got a platform and he just went off on the umps. Yeah. There's no accountability. He hit that. He was a liar. Like like he just straight up right. lied to me. He said he saw me say anything, which was a lie. So it got me mad. Not interested in an apology. The game moves too fast for him. A young umpire didn't couldn't handle it. Like he went off and I was digging it. It's like this is exactly how I would have handled it. I got brought to the principal's office and the teacher was wrong. And my God, did I just politic that teacher into getting in trouble from the principal and feeling like a fucking fool. She yeah. bought me a gift the next day. That's what happened to Gardner. That's what he just did. Like the yeah, wrong they, person to falsely accuse. Cause he milked it. I loved it. You done, you done messed up. Um, yeah. Again, I, I said it before. If you didn't see the Brett Gardner press conference, like go find it. You need to find it. It's good. All right. Who, who you got next? Jimmy James, John boy. I am going with the I'm back award. Ooh. Gary Sanchez. Araldis Chapman. Wow. Araldis Chapman. Jim, if you remember just a couple short weeks ago, people were talking about you know, do we go get Kirby Yates to close? Who was no. talking about that? Around the trade deadline, man, because that's when Chapman was having his struggles. Chapman had a Chapman had a stretch leading up to the trade deadline from July fifteenth to the thirty first, where he had a nine ERA in his what was it, six appearances. He was getting knocked around. He was that sloppy Chapman that we see once a year, but people get alarmist and they're like, Is Chapman the right guy? Yes. Yes, he is, because his stuff is crazy. He can handle New York. And, Jim, I mean, watching him acknowledge that Vlad was going to give him hell in this at bat, and Chapman said, okay, I'll go from 9 to 10, friend. That was awesome. Uh, 
So I, I don't know. I just think we, we are a week away from people having major concerns about Araldis Chapman. And here we are four clean, clean appearances later. Um, and we, I am not worried about him in the slightest. Chapman has his one swoon every year. I think he just had it. And, uh, man, okay, so if, if you're, you're at work right now, you're listening to us, you are laughing away. We are hilarious. So you just went and checked out the Brett Gardner interview, and you're like, man, that was pretty good. Brett, Brett brought it. Go check out the Chapman Vlad at bat. Even if you saw it live, watch, watch Jim's upcoming breakdown of it because it's, it's as good as baseball gets. As good it is. It's really good. Okay, my next award, Jake. What's your next award? Final award. Final award of the show, and it is the Clappies. The Clappies. Aaron Boone, wow. No wrong. No wrong. Wrong. Guess again. I'm done. Mike Talkman. Talky, talky, talky. Mike Talkman had another good series, all right? He had a 385 average and a 500 on base percentage. It's really good. Two home runs, five RBIs in the four games. His road trip has been insane. He's been endeared to Yankee fans already. Like, this has been a slow build, but I think we hit the punctuation point on this road trip. And I think tomorrow at the stadium, I think he's going to get a hero's welcome. Like, I think when Talkman steps to the plate at the stadium... It's going to be the loudest ovation he gets as a Yankee uh, entering a situation. Because obviously you get right. loud cheers after you do something good. But before right. he even does anything, I think the crowd's going to going to dress him up with some claps. Hey, Jim, I think you see players a lot when, when they go through a hot streak, you want to keep that hot streak going. So you, you, you almost feel a pressure to swing the bat. You're like, I'm hot right now. Talkman's approach is so disciplined and you know it's the corny line from earlier this year but him and I guess I should give a little love to Gio those guys control the zone they they spit on pitches if even close ones and I mean Talkman looked locked in like he there's no fear it, he's you know he'll take the walk he's he doesn't care about adding another homer he's uh he looks awesome man awesome on this road trip he had a batting average above 400, an on-base percentage above 500. I mean, it's a nine-game road trip. And five home runs and 14 RBIs. Oh, no, no, no. That's Jim, in the month of August. And for, for my friends that are a fan of war, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Jimmy, Talkman has played 65 games. He is now second on the Yankees in war. It's LeMahieu, Talkman, Gardner. The best ever. And by the way, you know who's fourth? Aaron Judge, that guy who's struggling so much. Yeah. You want to talk about Judge? That's probably a lot of Yankee fans want us to talk about Judge. And uh, people on Twitter, I just had to mute some dude because like everything is, why don't you talk about Judge Slump? Right. It's not an actionable conversation. Yeah. What do you, What's going to come from it? Are they going to sit Judge? No. Are they going to start pinch hitting? When judges at bat, no, no. W- w- all that can happen is judge comes out of his slump, which he will. 
So why are we going to harp on it every single day? Like every day, just judge is in a slump. He's fine. He'll come out of it. There's no, it's, there's no action to addressing it. So it's, yeah. a, it's wasted breath. Yeah, it's a, a little over two weeks now, um, about 16 games or so. He's, he's been struggling uh, about 10 for 60. He's still getting the walks. Um, he's not like striking out at an obtuse rate. Uh, I, I mean, it's not a great rate, but it's, it's, it's nothing uncontrollable. His numbers on the year are still great. His on-base percentage is right around 400. Jimmy, uh, I'll say this, a, a little what to watch for for the upcoming Orioles series. I hope the guys in front of Judge are getting on base because I want the Orioles to pitch to him so he can wake up. <laughs> yeah, they didn't pitch to him at all in Baltimore. That would be annoying if they don't pitch to him again. Yeah. Please, Orioles, get, get Judge going. Yeah. Anything else you want to address before we end this episode? I don't think so. Doubleheader tomorrow, which snuck up on you and I. Uh, Orioles at home, time to go to work. And I, I think, you know, if, if you're looking to get a souvenir at the stadium, the next couple days would be a good time to do it. Yeah, Astros just beat them up. 23-2 to two or something like that. That was crazy. All right. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to leave a rating and a review and five stars and blah, 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 blah we appreciate it. Thank you. Wow. Go Yanks. Jake, give them your final famous last words. Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Yanks.